But first, our top story deals with a possible work stoppage in Mexico that was delayed as of yesterday, but could come back in the future. Our Borderlands reporter, Noe Mahoney, is here with details. Noe, crisis averted. Uh, it looks like as far as the strike was concerned, it could have been quite large. Tell us what could have happened on Tuesday morning. Yes, that's right. Uh, a nationwide strike of truck drivers across Mexico has been postponed, at least temporarily, by the group behind the planned demonstrations. Um, the Mexican Alliance of Carrier Organizations had planned for the demonstrations, uh, which were to include, as you said, protests, uh, road blockades, uh, marches for Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, the alliance was trying to spotlight issues they say that truck drivers across the country are currently facing. Uh, but over the weekend, um, the alliance said that the demonstrations were going to be postponed for at least three months uh, as the Mexican government has come forward and said uh, or has agreed to try to help resolve uh, some of the demands put forth by the alliance and truck drivers. So, Noe, what are some of those things that Mexican drivers are having such a big issue with? Obviously, we know that Mexico has seen a huge influx of need in their driver space, both with just cross-border and within intra-Mexico commerce, right? That's right. And uh, one of the biggest or biggest demands at the top of the list was uh, road security and reducing cargo theft. Uh, the alliance, which represents, they say, about 75 percent of truck drivers and bus drivers in the country, said their drivers on a daily basis are being uh, robbed, beaten, even kidnapped. And so road security was top of their list. Other things included uh, reduction of toll fees to use such things as emergency ramps, um, uh, reducing um, or, or making easier it easier to register uh, trucks in the country. And also one of the ones I thought was very interesting was trying to find a way to reduce uh, extortion from municipal and local authorities. That was also on their list. No, uh, what were they essentially asking for? Again, going back to your first point about security in terms of, are they just saying we want more uh, surveillance? We want more, uh, what, what was, what was this, the solution at least that was asked for? Yeah, that was one of the things. They want more road security, surveillance, uh, sort of preventative um, patrolling. And the agency that oversees protection of Mexico's national highways is the National Guard. And over the weekend, the National Guard said that, you know, we are going to beef up security on the roadways to do everything we can to eliminate uh, cargo theft. It'll be interesting to see in the next three months if they're able to do that, because as you guys know, cargo theft is a major issue in Mexico. And as I've been covering it, it's only gone up, you know, every month, every year, year over year. So it is a very uh, major problem in Mexico. And so it'll be interesting to see if they're able to do any kind of reduction in cargo theft. No, are there is there any data on specific municipalities or Mexican states that have a certain higher rate of cargo theft than the other? And if so, where do we see kind of some of those patterns start to emerge? Is it kind of those more rural states that see more theft, or is there is there any pattern at all? Uh, the pattern is generally central Mexico, uh, the, Mex the state of Mexico, as well as the state of Guanajuato and some of those central areas, which is really where a lot of auto manufacturing and industrial manufacturing is done. And we see these cargo thieves uh, sort of target, uh, you know, business parks, uh, industrial areas where they know a lot of goods are moving back and forth. So really central Mexico is a real hotbed of uh, cargo theft. 
really interesting stuff there, Noy. Let's move on to uh, other stuff in your um, Borderlands article. Texas announces a $142 billion uh, for transportation infrastructure. Again, seeing that boom right there on the border when uh, something we're going to talk about later today, in fact, but uh, much needed infrastructure for the imports that are coming in across the border. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a record $142 billion for transportation improvements and uh, uh, better connecting infrastructure across the state. And one of the things I thought was interesting about the announcement was a uh, new project called, the, I believe it's called the uh, International Bridge Trade Corridor, which will connect um, several Texas bridges uh, with a new 13-mile highway along the Texas-Mexico border. Uh, so that's another sort of uh, acknowledgement of how important cross-border trade is by the state of Texas. Absolutely. And we know that obviously there are issues that happen and come up uh, come up at some of those border crossings pretty often. A lot of drivers in that place are kind of left without an option, right? If they can't get across the, tra- the bridge that's been shut down. Is this maybe to alleviate some of those issues that they've seen? We know that there's been issues with migrant influxes things like that that have shut down traffic. Is this going to kind of help alleviate some of those and provide an alternate route? Yeah, absolutely. Um, As you mentioned, uh, it's to help traffic flow better. It's to help get traffic sort of off of local roads, you know, with this new highway and out of maybe residential areas or roads that are being heavily used for trucks right now onto this new highway, which is a toll-free highway, actually. So it'll be very, very beneficial once it's completed. Uh, I don't have a timetable yet, or the state doesn't have a time, exact time table yet for this project, but it'll be a big deal whenever it's done. Is this also an effort to reduce or relieve pressure on Laredo and other points which are getting massive amounts of cargo coming into the country? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, you know, Laredo is right now such a choke point of a lot of the cross-border freight that's coming from Mexico. And uh, the International Bridge in far Texas in the Rio Grande Valley is also a major cross-border point. So these type of projects will do, you know, a lot to alleviate, uh, hopefully alleviate anyway, uh, these uh, traffic jams that are cr- that are occurring at the border. Sticking with our Texas theme, you've got two more stories in Borderlands, one about Del Monte Foods and one about now cargo operations at a South Texas airport. Can you tell us about both of those? Yeah, it was a real interesting story out of the port of Freeport, which is in southeast Texas, about 60 miles south of um, Houston. Uh, Dole Foods uh, announced that they were uh, moving their import, uh, excuse me, Del Monte Foods announced that they were uh, moving their import operations from the port of Galveston to Port Freeport. So it's a real big victory for the port of Freeport. Uh, Del Monte Foods says they're going to have weekly ship calls, bringing everything from, uh, I believe it was pineapples, bananas, and other you know delicious fruits uh, into the port of Freeport. And what's interesting about the port of Freeport is they're, uh, I think, the only port in Texas and perhaps the nation that has the big three fruit importers, Del Monte, Chiquita, and Dole all have import operations at that port. Really, really interesting stuff there as well. Moving on to your border uh, border adding commercial cargo operations uh, when it comes to Del Rio International Airport there as well. Yeah, this is probably another project, as you mentioned earlier, about ports along the border trying to do what they can to help, you know, alleviate uh, traffic jams. And the port of Del Rio, which is, you know, pretty small border crossing uh, comparatively to Laredo and Far and some of the others, 
is now uh, operating air cargo operations at the Del Rio International Airport. And uh, it's going to be, I believe, seven days a week uh, operations uh, meant to be sort of another uh, alternative for, uh, you know, cross-border operators looking for a way to get goods across the border. But, you know, this is just another option for traders, and perhaps it could grow, and perhaps the Port of Del Rio, the bridge operations, this will help that grow as well. Texas continuing to show up as one of the highlights in cross-border trade. Lloyd, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, let's move on over to our wall for our first carrier update of the morning. 